hello once again welcome back to my therapy session um i'm emmy your host i guess so uh, this week i finally broke down and decided i'm going to start the podcast officially i went online created an uh, an rss feed and started my podcast which i am posting on spotify so yeah that's my update i can say since the last time i recorded my last recording this is like my third episode yeah so yeah i'm a bit excited about that i noticed that this has actually been really helpful to me and these therapy sessions are actually quite important it's really important to talk about this kind of things so in my last episode i talked about my goals and why i felt like like the goals that i had left hanging and i had hoped that that would help me uh go ahead and revisit them or be more aware in the future when i start doing something you know to just push myself as much as possible to get it to the point where it gets done or at least it's it's not just abandoned that was my aim for the last episode and i feel like it was really helpful because i got to see i got to see um, that i did actually have a problem keeping up with my goals like it gave me a sort of realization that i do so i'm gonna just dive right ahead into this episode's talk, uh, topic and um, i felt like i need to talk about my spiritual journey uh, like what i think about it what religion means to me how my spirituality has evolved um over time because uh, spiritual like religion has been a big part of my identity um, um and religion has been also a big part of my identity and lately not even like really lately but since i hit adulthood so like since i turned like 18 19 20 i started realizing you know like maybe i don't really agree with everything when it comes to christianity or the bible or religion let me just say it as religion i had many questions and you know the problem with uh, especially being a christian i don't know about muslim or all others i can't speak for them but for me being born in a christian household it has just always been something that's just part of me never really like figured it out on my own and uh, when now as you start you start figuring it out on your own or you know start asking these questions you realize okay maybe i don't 100% agree with everything of the things that i do agree with but then i'm at loggerheads you know because you can, the bible itself or god himself or whatever we are talking how we are talking church you can't just take half of it it's all or nothing so i've really always had a problem with that um since i became an autonomous person yeah. and that has always been something i struggle with and i feel like it's it's important to talk about so yeah that's my topic for today my spiritual journey and i would actually like to start with um how my spiritual journey has evolved evolved since childhood until now so as mentioned 
I was born into a spiritual family like my mom and dad are saved like I am talking saved saved not wale wakusema tu na mdomo ni wale wakusema na kutenda like it's it has always been quite admirable to me especially when it comes to my mom like she has shown me a side of being saved or being spiritual that is it's something out of this world and i've always really admired that part of her like she is amazing not only as a human being but also as a christian she is wonderful like there's so many on so many occasions things that are so unfair have happened to her and yeah, she has taken it so well it, it, that, that's it's mind-boggling to me anyway so i was born into a very very spirit, spiritual family uh, my parents are actually both active members of the church uh, my grandfather my grandfather started a church so and my mom got saved really early in her life like when she was 11 years old and until now she's like 50 what what how <laughs> that's something i've always really struggled with because i've always really wanted a personal connection with god but um it has always been really a struggle so when i was a child I, you know when you're born into it it's kind of just like part of you you know that on sundays i go to church and i've always been really active also not just the kid who goes to church and sits and listen i'm also an active member of the sunday school uh, even a leader in singing nene when i was growing up i was always leading so many songs yeah me and my sister were always very very involved like oh, I, i can just say my entire family since a very very young age we were always quite involved in church i was singing my sister was also singing like leading the lead singer yeah, we were all singing my brother used to play the piano at that point my smaller brother wasn't born yet or he was really really tiny but uh, ever since i can remember church has always been a big part of our family so being born into that you kind of just pick it so yeah i've always picked it and walked in that path whatever i went especially okay i'm talking before high school um in primary school i would lead singing i would i would I remember i used to even teach kids <laughs> yeah it's funny it's funny because it's so different right now at that point i used to teach kids like i would teach kids the bible like it was it was just really really important for me yes yes but now as time went on like okay my now my spiritual journey was my spirituality was just intertwined with what my family taught me what i was taught in church what i was taught at home um what my parents taught me like that was my spirituality it was defined by them throughout i wasn't stand alone but now but which is understandable because i was young i was like below 10 or like 10 to 15 that's the age where you at least understand who you are at that point still my spirituality was defined by what i was taught what my parents told me but um as i went into high school you know now autonomy starts kidogo yeah but uh, it did not just like change overnight slowly i started realizing that maybe okay maybe i'm not really 
always enjoying it you see like when i was at home or younger i was kind of i don't want to say forced into it but it did feel like i was forced into it so when you're in high school there is no one parenting you telling you like okay go to church or you get to choose your friends my friends are not really the religious type but i really liked them like that was not my basis for who makes it into my friends group which was totally different from my parents because my parents all their friends saved people um except maybe you know the friends you they make in like at like work or there's some friends you keep because they're basically good people and that's how i always took it like as long as you're a good person i can be friends with you it doesn't matter your religion it doesn't matter anything to me it didn't really matter so most for the most part i can say high school it wasn't so different from from even primary or before it's just that maybe i was you know you are a teenager now an adolescent you kind of like dif- dif- discovering who you are what what you are, what kind of a person you are or the kind of people you like to hang out with the kind of things you like to do and i realized i didn't really always like being in church even when i went back home it was so hard because now i had to like lie or being be someone else like i had to be two different people when i was at school but it wasn't that pronounced like that when i got into university though that's when it became really hard because now i'm an adult and things are more clear to me now i like what i like i realized yeah i sometimes miss going to church sometimes i do want to sing in church i want to lead okay i never wanted to preach to people because it's just something i really never wanted to do <laughs> i right now i don't do it like even when my parents try and make me do it i'm always just like no i i can't do it i just yeah, i can't do it that's one thing that i've ever been able to like stand up for myself and be like i don't feel like i can do because if if i look at myself biblically and this is in quotes or like morally in quotes according to the bible i i don't feel like i am there i'm not the i'm not the saved personal i have no authority to stand in front of people and tell them oh god this and that this and that because i'm struggling with it myself so uh, that's just one thing that i decided i will do away with completely i still go to church i still sing and i enjoy it but i just do it because i enjoy doing it nowadays it doesn't feel too forced you see well the part where i have to go every sunday whether i feel like it or not especially when i'm at home is a bit forced but i don't hate it i do enjoy it so i'm i'm okay with it yeah but standing in front of people and preaching to them already going go do to do i remember there was one time my the youth had this this program where they walk around they walk door to door and preach to people i don't like when people come to my door especially this uh, what are they called art when i don't go any i forgot it, but i know kms who are listening they know these people what are they called fuck <laughs> These people were always trying to get to people to go to their churches. I don't remember. I will remember. Now this is just going to keep knowing on me. Like, no, no, no. Until I remember. Oh, shit. I had this feeling. Anyway, I, I, I don't feel like I'm there. 
and especially recently like as an adult something happened like in our church that really made me question oh my god i have just remembered jehovah witnesses those are those people i don't like what they do it's kind of forcing it down other people's throats but i have also seen several people talking about like how it why like you know they spread the word it's just in the bible and i once saw this one girl talking she was saying like the people who are really annoyed that other people keep coming into their spaces to preach to them she was like um like if if there was like i went to the back to my backyard and i saw a snake and i have two choices now i have a friend in the house i have two choices i i go back into the house and see my friend going into the backyard okay i have mixed my my words i saw the snake i went back into the house and a few seconds later my friend wants to go into the backyard i have two choices either i tell my friend that oh don't go there there is a snake and give them the choice to choose are they going to go there either way or will they avoid the place altogether or i can just keep quiet and let them go there and maybe the snake will have gone or maybe they will get beaten by the snake but if they come back and they'll be like Oh my god, I got bit by a snake. I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, I saw the snake back there. They'll be like, why didn't you tell me? I don't know. You take whatever you take from that short story, but what I took was afadhali wambiwe and ukwena the choice to decide, okay, I'm just going to keep on my way or change. Okay. So it's, I, I had Katiziad a story of like what happened to our church. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but basically what happened is a few members of the church, and these are people I have known all my life, they're adults, like 50, 40 year olds, adult people, um, were revolting because their leader was changed like one of our church leaders who was like the reverend the leader of the whole um, branch passed on and some people and uh, uh, another pastor was brought to the church now this is very specific to our church i'm not saying it's happening everywhere but this really it's it made me struggle like it was a big thing for me that maybe see a different side of people i thought i knew or what i knew about salvation you see yes so another pastor was brought but this pastor was like not really a good person and of course behavior is something that will soon enough expose itself it was so clear that so he, he wasn't like it bad in terms of he would like hit on people like women or not morally like that but more of like he wasn't a good leader he used to steal from the church and he also used to like he didn't have the good the leadership qualities of a good leader especially in the church because he used to kind of put people into groups and like talk about other people and he's the leader which is really not okay so several leaders because you know the pastor is, is might be the head just like the president might be the head but he's pretty much the one who just says but other people sit and discuss this thing this important things on the church just like on the country so yeah so the other people who included my parents sat down and saw that okay this is not a good leader and he needs to be changed 
end the leader was sent back home which it's my cook of nyanza apo our churches in mombasa and they put another leader in charge who is a woman which i am very very convinced had a lot to do with the revolt don't ask me why but no man wants to see a leader a, a woman in leadership especially in the church especially in the church females face a lot of hardship you can be the second in command but the first that brings up a, a lot of shit and also our church is kind of dominated by luas most of the people are luas luas and luyas but mostly luas and the lady who was put in charge wasn't even luo which i also believe is another problem because luos are so kiburi kiburi nyingine iko hapo they couldn't just let it go and these people were so mad that their plan their plan didn't go through that they literally took off their salvation like a bag and dropped it there and left they were like wali strike there was a strike in our church like can you even picture that the people want another leader as if it's politics like i was like what the fuck there was a strike and those people were like we are not coming back to church we're done we're done until the day you appoint the leader we want we're not coming back to church and I promise you till today they they haven't come back. Can you imagine that? <laughs> it it was bizarre. Like wow. I was just like wow. And these are people I have known my entire life. They have been they wokovu wokovu walokole walokole wale when you are actually in the leadership these were not like random people in the church these were leaders in the church who stood up and were like you guys are not listening to our grievances we do not want this woman leader and as long as she is there we are not part of this church and they left what i hear right now is they started their own church but we we just stopped following up on them so I, have no clue what's happening but also a lot of karma shit happened to some of them which was kind of funny because it makes me think that i believe in karma i don't know but yes that's what happened and that really affected my you know my spiritual beliefs and what i believed salvation to be like Okay so as the day that something does not go your way you just drop it and go as in 50 year olds these are not kids these are babu za watu mababa na mababu za people who are like my age so I'm like what the fuck Um another thing that I've also always been really struggling with is the concept of like the biblical concept you know of like do good while you're on earth so that one day you can go to heaven it always kind of feels a bit selfish to me I don't know like would you would all these people who are claiming to be saved continue to be saved or walk in the christian way or walk according to the bible live like christ if the promise of heaven didn't exist i don't know i have always thought about it that's one of the questions i'm always asking myself and the answer that i have come to is no most of these people actually wouldn't so so what's the point it's selfish so okay the bible is always like against people who are doing things for themselves like 
helping other people only so that one kwamba okay i helped is wrong but being good only so that you can go to heaven one day isn't selfish i don't know like it's quite selfish to me so like i want to be good for goodness sake like i want to be good because it's the right thing to do i want to walk in the right way be morally upright because it's the right thing to do and not because one day i will go to heaven like that's just that has always felt like a bonus for me but i realized for most people especially people who are saved it's it's the only reason you see it's it's like the guilt of that that's how it's like the guilt of going to hell it's the reason you are being good and that's how it's being taught i have never had a preacher preach it is to go to at wazuri because it's the right thing to do they are always like come to mzuri find the right thing visit your sick people visit sick people help the needy so that sikumoja you go to heaven as in is that really just it can i what if i do all these things you see what if i do all these things i'm morally upright but then there's also you know i also i'm not 100% saved but i do all these good things that the bible says am i not going to go to heaven because of that <laughs> and actually my spiritual journey is even funnier than that you know because there are things that also ever since i was young my parents disagreed with and they kind of like forced and forced that on us me and my siblings an example is up until i went to university i never plaited my hair like nothing ever nothing not even lines with my own hair nothing not even matuta nothing it was prohibited it was a straight a ticket straight to hell plaiting your hair and the, the funny thing is right now we do it and it's perfectly okay my parents are perfectly okay with it as long as you don't go crazy they are perfectly okay with it so what changed you know what changed because i remember actually this one incident that happened when i was like seven years old there was one time we were sitting in our bedroom me and my sister and at that point we used to live with one of my mom's cousins and she was much older she was like maybe my age right now she used to even take care of us she could have been 20 to 23 even she wasn't that old she could have been around there she was just beautiful real girl light skin thick hair she was gorgeous and one day um i think there was it was at around the time where my sister was teaching herself to plait like i don't know if anyone did this but when we were kids we used to plait the grass it was just a game and it was so much fun like you would just sit on the grass and shuka ka kalain with the grass it it was just a thing we used to do so learning from using grass my sister wanted to experiment on my mom's cousin's hair and i'm telling you all she did was three matutas like in one line and one complete line and out of nowhere my mom walks in and it was so dramatic she liked she like walked in and just saw her cousin her name was atundi she just saw her looked at my sister right there standing plating her and she like was like mfanya nini ujini nyumba yangu mimi sikubali kushuka nini nini and then she left and came back with scissors and chopped her hair off terribly that she had to go to the barber the next day and get it all cut off and i remember thinking that's a bit much and i was 7 i was 7 years old and i was like 
that's a bit much like okay you don't agree with it but why would you cut off someone's head i don't think my mom's cousin will ever forgive that because i remember it and i was seven and she was like 20 at the peak well you know she's a beautiful girl trying to look beautiful and she was kind of forced to cut off her hair and especially right now if she would come to our place because we haven't seen her ever since she didn't leave because of that but ever since we were kids she left she got married like if she would come to our home right now i know she would feel completely betrayed because now we plate our hair and even my mom finances it for us like if i need to plate my hair okay maybe not right now but maybe when i was starting university if i needed to plate my hair my mom would give me money to go and get my hair done and that just felt so wrong for me and i was excuse me and i was seven years old like why would you do that so i'm always like what changed and i've never really gotten the courage to go and ask my mom like what changed is it you know people have evolved and now we talk because most people are plating their ass their hair i mean so it's okay and does that erase everything that you did before that you know it's like <laughs> it's funny that i'm going to bring this out of nowhere but it's like with marijuana legalization i would say in many countries kenya it's not legal but it was illegal before and people were like sent to jail for being caught with a blunt or like a bag of weed but now you'll find it's legal so are those people just going to be kept in jail yes they have been kept in jail and it feels a bit like a betrayal right like for me at least i don't know if anyone feels the same way but it it's it's like a big betrayal to these people the same way like you had these beliefs and you were so you went so hard for them and then now things have changed or maybe you're like opinion or now you're more open-minded to it and you crucified some people for it before does that erase that it's a betrayal to these people and i've never really agreed with that you know like if i believe in the universal law i don't know not the universal law i don't know if it's this one but it's that if it does not apply in every situation then it's not ethical or it's not morally correct or ethically correct you see if like it's like killing if i kill someone and it's wrong every time then that's morally wrong like like let's say you know that when you start talking about ethics because this comes in a lot for me when it comes to spirituality because morals and ethics they go hand in hand for me so like if i kill for the sake of it and if i kill someone while defending myself on both occasions i have killed someone but in one point at one point I kind of had to do it to save my own life so does that make it right is it okay now that i killed this person according to the bible hell fucking no you will you still killed someone like there's no compromise there and and i struggle with that i struggle with that there's no compromise oh my god my foot is falling asleep sorry if you can hear yourself um hitting the ground because my foot is asleep okay i'll try not to do that anyway that's that's one major major struggle that i've had especially when it comes to the how the bible puts things it's never black and white and that's it it's it's not black and white in real life situations things are most things are quite gray in the the bible kind of is idealistic for me like 
you can't really ask me to live like Christ, you know, to like, I know it's metaphorical, but like get slapped on one side and just turn the other cheek. It's not realistic. It's not, that's in an ideal situation. And most people won't do that. Most people, you pinch them hard enough or you poke them hard enough, you will get a reaction. And does that make me a bad person? That someone has tried me several times and now I have reacted. (laughs) Sorry. Does that erase everything I did before that? That now I have to just like stop, go before God and plead for forgiveness and when he decides to forgive me then now I'm a Christian again I don't know I have always struggled with that concept of everything in the Bible sorry everything in the Bible has always been kind of too black and white and there's nothing in real life that's that black and white I don't know if you understand what I'm saying I'm not saying that I don't believe in it but I feel like I I deserve to be to be cut some slack. I deserve to be human. Even when the, uh, I'm applying the Bible, I deserve to be given that space to be a human motherfucking being because that's who I am. You poke me enough times, you will get a reaction. I am not Jesus. I don't know if I don't know if I am making any sense, but then that's what that's how it feels to me. That's how it feels to me. It's it's not black and white. So of late, like even right now, it's something I really struggle with, and I can't. I still pray. I still believe in God. Or, or an existence of a supreme power. I want to believe in the afterlife, but I, I really can't know. I can't say it's there. I can't say it's not there. It's something that we will just never know until it's too late. We're dead and then we'll find out. Maybe I'm just dead and dead for good. I'm sorry if it's noisy up here, by the way, because I'm on the rooftop and it's kind of windy and maybe that you can hear the cars i live very close to the airport the cars and kids playing yeah and sometimes they scream but i'm trying so hard to be in the most quiet place yes because remember i can't go record in my house my people do not understand privacy and they will just make fun of me too. Yeah, so I'm hiding. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's it. I have always really, really struggled with. Uh, uh, recently, I'm struggling with it because it's not really black and white to me. And the problem is, you, I can't go and talk about it with my 100% spiritual parents. I don't feel like they would understand. And my sister is also in that box because she found her way like with her spiritual journey and she's saved and it's it's good for you, it's good for her. Like if if you found something you believe in, you feel like this works for you, then awesome. But the part where I I can't explain I, I can't express the antagony that I have with most of the concepts really bums me out. It really eats at me sometimes, which makes it very hard for me to have a good personal relationship with God, with my with my God. <laughs> so I've always felt like I need to define my own spiritual journey, one that I am fine with. And so far, this is what I have. As long as someone is a good person, like 
morally upright and morals are different to everyone i don't think drinking smoking are something you call morals no morals are the inherent behaviors do you do good by people are you a good person if i do that affect no one around me if i drink and smoke and kill myself okay that's that's personal okay maybe not killing yourself literally like suicide i mean like slowly like you know tobacco kills you alcohol kills you that in that way but like if those things that i do that affect no one else around me i don't count them as things to judge people by i will not judge someone for drinking i will not judge someone for being a smoker even if okay maybe to an extent when like you are drunk and an alcoholic like you are an old man walking on the streets staggering almost falling into ditches peed on yourself like i'm not trying to say that and that's also embarrassing to your kids to your family to yourself like just don't do that get yourself some help but i'm talking about okay there's a plane ah uh, uh. <laughs> come on oh god i'm so sorry guys that is so loud i am 100% sure that that's too loud anyway i think i've been talking for quite a while now this is this is one of my longest episodes because this is something that i do actually really struggle with uh, but things that affect other people are you a good person like let me give you a very good example of someone i thought was terrible in high school there was this girl she was just a terrible human being i studied in nakuru and it was called as fuck and someone we used to lock the door because i used to sit at the very front and it would get super cold and everyone it was a rule everyone knew that once you entered the door you found the door closed so why would you leave it open and there was just this girl who would open it and just you tell her excuse me please lock the door and she would just look at you up and down and do that so loudly like what the fuck it's early in the morning it's 5 a.m in the morning who hurt you like are you a good person that's all that matters to me so it's it becomes really hard for me that that's not enough that's not enough is that not enough for me to live forever is is it bad that maybe i have fallen short in other places of my life according to the bible but i am inherently a good person i do good by others i do good by myself i also choose myself because you can't choose people every time you have to choose yourself and uh, i mean i just feel like the bible kind of asks for the impossible i would like the opportunity if <laughs> this is funny but if i had the opportunity to like you know give a review <laughs> give a review like hey the people who wrote the bible even if they're dead like this is my review like this is too idealistic no one is this perfect no one can be this perfect and as much as the bible kind of seems like there's a choice you know this choice that we are given like in the story that i said like the choice of telling someone to uh, to go to heaven or to go to the backyard and maybe get bitten by the snake or i tell them just stay here because there's a snake there that choice isn't really a choice if you really look at it because we are told you have to choose two things it's god or not in or not and if it's not god it's hell so is that really a choice if the other choice is doom is that really a choice 
I struggle with that. Sorry, God, I do not mean to, you know, come at you like this, but I am just trying to express myself. Sorry. And that's that's how I, I do my prayers nowadays, really. When I kneel down to pray, I'm like, God, I know, I know, I know I'm not good, like, according to you. <laughs> It's so funny to say it out loud. It's so funny to say it out loud because, like, according to the Bible, I know I haven't been the best person, but this is the best person I have. I can be as myself. Like, this is the best I'm trying. And then I just go ahead and start saying what I am praying for. Like, if it's thanking you for good health, me because I I do believe that it's God's grace. it's not normal people don't just wake up go about their day and come back to sleep it's not normal you could die at any moment your house could collapse even when you're in the house you could die you could step on a live wire and die you do it's really really by grace that i am alive that my whole family is alive safe um i have everything i need it's not normal and I do feel like that's God but at the same time I do not agree with everything else like not everything else some things so if I had the choice to actually pick the things that I agree with and as long as I am a good person I still get to see this heaven I think that would be a really good deal like even if the heaven part wasn't there i do believe that i would be a good person and i try every day to be good to do good by others but if you're gonna come at me and be a bitch i'm just going to do away with you i'm not going to still try and be your friend and risk my sanity in the name of going to heaven like it does it just doesn't make sense to me i don't know so yeah i think i have talked a lot about this and at the same time i feel like i haven't even said enough (laughs) so i'm just going to finish so i'm gonna end with is religion important to me i'm going to say Yes, 100%. Religion is important to me. Okay, not my okay, not religion, but spirituality. But the thing that I fight, I find myself struggling with this thing called religion is why are they so against each other? As in like Christians kind of make it seem like Muslims, Buddhists, whatever, anyone who is not a Christian hell automatically same thing for muslims at least that's what i've had it's like it's our side or nothing it's this or nothing i always felt like we're praying to the same god so why do i have to pick a side yet i don't really get to choose where i land like i didn't choose to be a christian I was born into a Christian family and that's how it went. Some other person was born into a Muslim family and that's what they were taught and that's what they picked up and that's what they believed. So how can we just make definite decisions when we don't really have a choice on how it starts for us? But see, it's expected for me. Okay, I've grown up Christian. I believe in everything Christian. But then one day I have to say, like, wait. But what the Muslims are saying kind of seems like better. So I'm just going to hop on all over there and believe in something else. I don't think it's like that. So religion? I'm going to change my mind. No, not religion. But spirituality like believing in something greater believing in something greater than yourself that is 
very important to me because it kind of grounds you whatever it is whether you believe in the 300 million hindu gods if that's what grounds you to be a good person 100% if that's what helps you sleep at night go for it if i choose to be a christian if that's what helps me feel good about myself feel like i have a purpose in life then 100% go for it it doesn't have to be this or that for me so yeah that's what i'm going to end with as much as i have been brought up in the christian side i do have muslim friends and i do know that they do trust their beliefs as much as my parents trust their christian beliefs so why do we have to crucify the other side like no 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 one side is greater they doesn't have it doesn't have to be oh this one is better than this one yet we're all kind of talking about the same higher power it's the same notion or the same concept that we are all following so why do we have to fight ourselves on it this of course is not going to is not to go and say that okay now so i've dropped my feel, my beliefs in the bible and everything and now i'm going to believe in the quran or in which ever could excuse me no what i'm just saying is i don't know about you but for me it's the same concept and as long as it helps you feel better as long as it helps you be better as a human being go for it so yeah guys thank you so much for hanging out with me and this damn aeroplane fuck but thank you so much for hanging out with me this has been my therapy session i'm struggling because I, I i intended for this thing to be called my therapy session but then i ended up putting the title why i need therapy so i guess here we are welcome to why i need therapy thank you for hanging out with me this has actually been really fun i wanted to talk about this for a very long time because i never get to talk about this to anyone um i'm going to create a twitter account and soon i will be posting i'll be saying the name here and maybe one day when someone actually listens because i've not told anyone about this podcast yet <laughs> and maybe they have questions then there'll be a place where we can all talk and discuss and that will be amazing thank you so much for hanging out with me i'm amy i have been your host and have a great great day thanks bye